Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favorite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the shows you'll be hearing about in our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing Just My Luck. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for Le Hambon d'Etranger. What? A stranger's bacon. I thought it would sound better in French. <laughs> Everything sounds better in French. Oh, you are not wrong. Oh, oui, oui. Bonjour. <laughs> Baguette. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just my luck. I am so glad that we're talking about this because it's been a while since I'd last watched this film. I had to shake the dust off the DVD that I own because, yes, I own the DVD. And it was so funny. Inside, there was an advertisement for John Tucker Must Die. And it was like, coming soon to 2007. I was oh. like, ooh, that's old. John Tucker has died. <laughs> like, it's that old. So, yeah, I'm so happy that we're talking about it. It's a good film. Yeah, it's an amazing film. So it was released on the 30th of June, 2006. So we were both 13. I actually remember seeing this in the cinema with my sister. We went to the Odeon and I just remember vividly seeing the opening titles, you know, when all the different like good luck charms are coming up on the screen. I just have that memory of seeing that in the cinema. So are you superstitious? Mm, I'm not superstitious. I am a little bit stitious. (laughs) Yeah, there's just a few things that you just try and avoid walking on those three drain pipes on the pavement, walking underneath road signs. You're supposed to go round them instead. I definitely don't walk under ladders. And also if I'm walking and then I see a black cat on the other side of the path, I'm like, you stay there, mister. (laughs) Do not cross my path. (laughs) So it was really fun to watch this film because it reminds you of how many things you are supposed to avoid or look out for. So really, it's like an educational film. They should show it in schools. Totally. (laughs) So the film was directed by a guy called Donald Petrie. Yeah. He previously directed Miss Congeniality, which 
I love. The other film that he's directed, which I love, is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Wow, strong back catalogue, Ben. Go Donald. So the film has a really strong cast. We've got Lindsay Lohan playing Ashley Albright. We've spoken about Lindsay a lot on the show, so we don't need to dive into her back catalogue. We are also introduced to Chris Pine. Oh, I pine for him. This was, I think, one of his first films, which is crazy. But it's so mad to think because he's been in like, well, we'll talk about this in a bit, but he's been in some very big films since Just My Luck. But yeah, I think this was his the first time I'd been introduced to him anyway. And I found this old interview that someone had with him at the time of release. And he was talking about how crazy all the media attention and paparazzi were with Lindsay. And he was like, I'm fine. You know, I'm a nobody. I can go out in the street and nobody even looks at me. I'm like, oh, Chris, give it, give it three years. And then you'll be up there. Wow. And he's a good actor in this. I almost feel like he's one of the strongest actors in this. Yeah, I really fancy him. Not when he's like the... Schlub. The schlub kebab. When he's like the fitty. Oh, yeah. He's so nice. (laughs) That scene where he's changing his top in the mirror and Ashley catches his reflection. Woohoo! The film also has Samir Armstrong. Iconic. I love her. Same. Phase on love, an amazing, an amazing, an amazing man. Phase on is amazing. Phase on love is an amazing comedian. The film also has Missy Pyle, Mackenzie Vega, and also McFly. Oh, <laughs> we're not doing the whole three-minute oh, okay. song? No, we, people listen to this podcast in commuter time. Oh, okay. You can't, you know, add another three minutes to their life. Okay, guys. Sorry. Send us a DM if you want to hear us sing an entire McFly song a cappella. We'll do a bonus episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Negative one views. <laughs> that can't even happen. <laughs> oh, no. Um... Right, so an amazing cast for an amazing film. Should we look into where they are now? Yeah, I'd love that. So Chris Pine, he plays Jake Harden in the film. He's been in a little franchise called Star Trek. <gasps> yeah. May the Force be... Oh no, that's the other one. Okay, sorry. Okay, we're not we're not Star Trek nerds, so that's fine. I wish I was. I mean, he might make me want to watch Star Trek. Right? Do we have to get those ears and like stick them on? <laughs> I don't want to do that. I want to feel his Vulcan death grip. (laughs) His lightsaber. Wrong film. That's the wrong film. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Um, He was also in a film called Wonder Woman. Yes, he was. Mm. He played um, the um, guy in it. Oh, yeah, that guy. Okay, guys, we haven't seen it. Full disclosure, right? Sorry, we're busy watching Just My Luck. You've got to take priority over Exactly. Samir Armstrong. We love her. So much. She, she plays Maggie. She always plays the lovely characters, doesn't she, in, in every film. Yeah. She was Anna in The O.C. She was. And she's also been in It's a Boy-Girl Thing, which everyone's seen, right? Yes. Oh, she's so great in that. We've also got Faze on Love, who plays Damon Phillips, the record label millionaire. Yeah. Two-tone records. He is such a good character in this. And when I was reading up on him... I realised I had such like a mind blown moment. He plays 
the Gimbal's store manager in Elf. <gasps> oh my goodness! Okay, kids. Tomorrow, 9 a.m., Santa's coming! Santa! I know him! Yeah. That's him! Mind blown, right? Mind is blown. Face on love. I love, I love you. that. <laughs> He's great. Wow. He's great. So that kind of blew my mind. Missy Pyle plays Peggy Braden, who owns the PR company that Ashley works at. She is in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. She plays Violet Beauregard's mum. Yes, she does. She was great in that. She was also in Dodgeball. She plays that amazing Russian character, you know, with her beautiful monobrow. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Um, And she was more recently in Netflix's Dirty John TV series, which if you haven't already seen it, absolutely recommend, like, I'm not going to lie, it'll make you feel so anxious watching it the entire time. But definitely worth a watch. All right. Mackenzie Vega plays the adorable Katie, Aww. who's Jake's cousin, yes. right? She is the sister of Alexa Penna Vega, who plays Carmen in Spy Kids. Oh, wow. Because the guy from Spy Kids, he's married to Megan Trainer now, isn't he? Yes. So what's happened to her sister? Is she going to be married to someone famous? I hope so. Megan Trainer's brother. brother? Oh, would that work? What's the what's a male name equivalent of Megan? Morgan. Morgan Trainer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so now we're going on to best supporting character. There's a lot of good characters in this film, I've got to say, and we could award it to so many people, as in Phase on Love's character. Mr. Phillips. Oh, so funny. So, so funny. I just love his energy. The fact that he picks up his dog's poop with a $5 bill. (laughs) Oh, that is the level of rich I aspire to be. Same. Baby, your poopoo's costing me. (laughs) (laughs) That chihuahua does not even know. Oh. (laughs) And we also need to give credit to Antonio, who is the sexy neighbour. Antonio. I love the way Lindsay says that. Yeah, he's so cute. He's adorable. Mm-hmm. He's an escort. He is an escort. I'm probably the only man on this planet who looks cool in a white tux. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's lovely. And I love that the um, little like confusion that he thinks he's being hired for his services for this blind date. And he's like, hey, that'll cost you extra. She's like, oh, you're terrible. I was like, yeah. no, I'm doing my job. <laughs> Pay me. There's also the moment where Ashley's in jail and there's that woman who is on IMDb as tough jailbird. (laughs) I mean, that absolutely nails it on the head. She is a tough jailbird. I'd be scared if I'd ever be put in a cell for, you know, for a night that she would be in there and want to beat me up. (laughs) That's my seat. Is this your floor too? (gasps) (laughs) No. (laughs) I think we both decided that number one best supporting character has to be Tiffany. Yes. The record label exec that worked with Damon Phillips. She is so sophisticated and sassy. She knows what she wants and she'll do what she has to do to get it. Yeah, I'm aspiring to be like her. Honestly, that line, she, my favourite line. She, I mean, she doesn't have a lot of lines. <laughs> but the one line she does have. Oh, and just so you know, DMR is a really nice place to work. You know, like at some companies, they don't allow employees to date each other. Here, they do. Got a split? I'm late for my erotic massage class. 
<laughs> well, that accent was all over the place. That's so funny. <laughs> but she's like, okay, first of all, feminist icon. You don't mind if the girl pays for you. Some guys have this weird hang up. She's happy to pay. Good. Great. But she's got face on love money. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And, you know, she's just giving like lovey eyes to Jake at the studio. She's so iconic. She's played by an incredible actress called Jacqueline Fleming. And I had a look at her IMDb and she's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Hopefully playing that same amazing character. Mm -hmm. So good. She is so deserving of best supporting character. At this company, we do. (laughs) (laughs) If you could hear her eyelashes flutter. (laughs) (laughs) Or her fanny flutter. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So let's talk about most iconic outfit. And I'm going to start off by talking about Jake Harden's look in the first like 20, 30 minutes of the film. Why is he wearing like five coats? And they're all a different shade of beige. And he's wearing some like beanie that we never see again. He looks like such a slob kebab. And I get what they were trying to do. Make him look... I mean, it's hard to make Chris Pine look unattractive. So I think they had to just kind of like... <laughs> That's what they had to do. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, he's just too good looking. Like, we just got to give him a homeless coat. Mm-hmm. We've got to give him a big baggy rucksack. we got to put poo on his fingers. <laughs> we got to have his trousers fall down by his ankles. Yeah. We've got to give him like grey pants. Yeah. Baggy. 
Bagaloo. And those big glasses. Yeah. And, and a beanie. And a beanie. It's it's a lot, but it does the job because you're like, oh, this guy. This guy is a loser. That is so true. But he has his glow up. You know me, love a makeover scene. And mm-hmm. although we don't see the makeover on screen, he's suddenly wearing very like fitted clothes. He's had a haircut. The glasses are gone. Oh, yeah. Looks great. Mm-hmm. Chris Fine. Am I right? I'm going to give you that. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I also wanted to give a shout out, and I don't know if you'll agree with me for most iconic outfit, but it's definitely memorable. The mud people's onesies that they were wearing at the art exhibition. <laughs> I love those people. <gasps> I am mud man. I am mud woman. And he is our mud king. <laughs> Halloween costume? Maybe. <laughs> Will people be like, are you morph? <laughs> I'll be the big pile of poo in the middle. Okay. And you can be the waitress that has the tear off outfit to reveal the oh onesie. Oh my gosh, that would be so good. Like past midnight, I just yes. like... I am Mud King. I am Mud King. <laughs> They'll be like, you are drunk. <laughs> Your taxi's here. <laughs> okay, well, I love it. I think it's a strong contender for most iconic outfit. Totally. For me, the outfit that I really love is when Ashley wears Sarah Jessica Parker's dress. <gasps> oh, in your size. Orange Dolce. Stunning. Very perfect for her date with David, David Pennington. More like long hair muck big jaw, am I right? Yeah. What's his name? John Smith from Pocahontas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know that actor was in the OC as well. Oh really? With Samir. Oh right. Yeah, that, that was a really fun scene. And actually all the clothes that Ashley wears are great. Except for sorry, I just there is a Asterix. There is an asterisk next to that. That pink crochet floor-length cardigan that she borrows from Maggie, I believe. Oh, doilies, <laughs> but make it fashion. You know what? Sometimes you have to live through mistakes to learn from mistakes. Totally. And I mean, it doubles as a tablecloth at your grandma's house. Perfect. And it keeps you warm. Also, we need to talk about when Ashley goes on her second date with David Pennington and she meets him at the exhibition. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing her eye patch, which just does not look cute. Honey. Pirates of the Caribbean auditions were last week. Yeah, exactly. But apart from that awful outfit, creds to Ashley, the most iconic outfit has to be her in that gorgeous white coat. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing. She's yeah. wearing that like matching scarf. She's got her red lipstick. Oh, screams elegance she really suits that like manicured cute glamorous girl you know a bit sex in the city i know Mm. that's a bit of a reference to her sarah jessica parker dress but you know how old is her character supposed to be because i feel like she's dressing way older than an 18 19 year old yeah oh my god she must be playing like a a 26 year old or something yeah or older than that like apartment in new york right that's what i'm thinking the dream Mm. apartment maybe she's got rich parents or something because dana and maggie live in that tiny little apartment Mm. together i suppose she's really lucky just her luck So now we're going on to best musical moments. Shall we start with McFly? <gasps> I thought you'd never ask. Five colors in her hair comes up a lot. Yeah. When I was reading the lyrics, she's just a loner with a sexy attitude. I'm sorry, why would you lust after a loner? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the song that gets the most focus in the film is I've Got You that was apparently written by Maggie yeah. but actually it's a McFly song and I was looking at the song credits it was written by Danny and Tom but James from Busted also has a writing credit wow you know James and Danny are cousins what yeah that's what that's the link between McFly and Busted they're related are you joking no you didn't know this i had no idea how did you find out this is common knowledge oh i thought you got like the family tree out or something <laughs> i had no idea that's the kind of prep i do before this pod yeah. <laughs> ancestry <laughs> that is very interesting and now if you think about it if you look at james and danny next to each other you'll be like oh my god yeah they, they look like twins wow mm-hmm. oh okay brilliant their performance at the Hard Rock Cafe in Times Square. Very stressful to watch. So many things go wrong. Oh my gosh, when he drops that drumstick. Oh, uh, no, get someone else to get it. Right? And but, shout and like knock on the trap door. Yeah, or use your Blackberry. That's true. <laughs> right, right? Yeah. You know, Tom and Dougie start throwing up. Danny gets a guitar string in his eye. Maybe he could yeah. borrow that eye patch from Ashley. <laughs> very chic for 2006. Wow. Very. Yeah, that scene was very stressful. But they have an amazing performance at the end. I've heard that they didn't actually film the concert scene at Hard Rock Cafe in New York. They filmed it in Hammersmith Apollo in England. In London Town? In London Town, Gavner. Oh, that's great. Well, I guess that makes sense because America probably did not have an audience to fill a McFly show. No, but everyone in that audience were McFly fans. Yes, I love that. That's and that really cool. I read that they were told not to wear any merchandise or bring any signs because you're supposed to think that this is a new audience. And what I thought was really interesting is that the, the scenes when the fans are booing because they're waiting for McFly to come on stage while all the shenanigans are happening. Those were actually real. What? So the director went out on stage after all the audience had already sat down and was like, I'm really sorry, guys. It's looking like we're going to have to postpone this show. Like, I don't think the band can come out anymore. But he was just doing that to get like a genuine reaction from the audience so that they could film the scenes of like, boo! So those scenes were... But I'm sorry, you can't play with fans' emotions like that, Donald. Yeah, that is... That's intense. I know they're McFly fans, but... They'll eat you alive. Seriously. (laughs) The movie is also full of other songs that are, like, actually really good. Oh, totally. Talk to me. Shazne Lewis, Dance. At the party. Yes, that is such a good moment. And I love that it transitions from when she's discussing what's happening at the party into the actual party scene. Please give me a rendition of that. We'll have an upscale mixture of VIPs and celebs and record industry insiders. Only everyone will wear masks. (gasps) Interesting. We'll have a DJ. Circus performers. (laughs) Sorry, Americans. (laughs) Fortune tellers. Atmosphere smoke and neon. Over here will be the VIP area. We'll have champagne, only the best. Dom Perignon, served by waiters on stilts. Waiters. <laughs> and then a stage with Masquerade's latest videos and professional dancers. And over there, little alcoves with couches and with drapes to give people privacy. <laughs> Overhead, sky dancers. You know, I want people to feel like anything can happen here. It's going to be a magical night. Woo! 
I hope if you're a PR party planner that that is how you discuss your party plans to your boss. And over here is the VIP. <laughs> Give me a raise. <laughs> she's immediately given like a corporate card. She's given like a new office. Like really one presentation, one board. You haven't done any of the work. You're just saying like what's going to happen. Like Any schmo can do that. Yeah, right? Just pull an image off Google. Like, yeah, it's going to look like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that is the best musical moment for sure. Sugar Babes on in the background. Right. <laughs> Only the latest music videos. Right. And also it's the Chazney's song Dance is the one that plays when Jake is doing that really awkward, like, shaking those maraca dance on the stage. Wow. So good. And also she's from All Saints, so... <laughs> she has to have best musical moment. Oh, totally. Just on that alone. Exactly. Uh, Black Coffee on SingStar. That was my jam. So let's move on to best quotes. Oh, I love this section. So many. And I honestly, I don't know if we can pick a a best quote because we have so many contenders. Yeah, as we're saying, there's many good quotes in this film. But let's just start kind of from the beginning and work our way through a little bit. Okay. In the beginning scene when Ashley has just finished talking to David Pennington in the elevator, she walks up to Maggie and Dana and she's like, Brad Pitt and Jude Law had a baby and I met him in the elevator. (laughs) Ooh, she's lusting after a baby. <laughs> I think she's talking about later on. Brad Pitt and Jude Law combo. That is a good one. <laughs> and then I love later on when they're on the date, Ashley says to him, I thought we were taking a jet. And as they're walking towards a helicopter and he goes, this takes us to the jet. And she goes, oh, wow. This is definitely going in my diary. Do not say that on a first date. That's so embarrassing. Unless you say it in a jokey way. But I don't even know if you can. <laughs> Cringy. <laughs> now, Mr. Phillips, he is amazing. So obviously there's that quote where the assistant is like, and he is furious. Ain't that right? It's true. I'm furious. <laughs> <laughs> and his face, little baby face. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> and then he also says, and you know, I can never say no to a party. What you say? What you say? What you say? And then when Miss Braden's like, me too. I love to party. And he's like, don't do that. <laughs> so good. Tell you what, next time someone invites me to a party, I'm going to be like, you know, I can never say no <laughs> to a party. And I really hope that they're going to get the reference, but I might just say it anyway. And they'll be like, oh. if they don't get it, then you get to take credit. So it's a win-win. Exactly. Amazing. I've got a couple other Ashley quotes that I loved just talking about just how lucky she is. Yeah. It's when they're out to lunch uh, having sushi. Ashley holds up her new credit card that she gets given from Peggy and she's like, Senor Platinum says lunch is on him. (laughs) Senor Platinum? That's amazing. I'm going to use that next time. I love paid lunch. (laughs) Dream, work, paid lunch. And then also when Dana is like talking about how lucky Ashley is, Ashley's like, okay, will you please tell her that I'm not lucky? And then Maggie goes, well, you were voted prom queen at Franklin High. So we went to Jefferson. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wait, what happened there? Oh my gosh, she obviously dated prom, like the fishy there. Wow, that's amazing. And then there's also um, a bit when, when they're at the party and Ashley says to Madame Z, how many times can you hear, you will meet a handsome stranger? Hello, it's called a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, what did the cards say? Do they say I'm going to win a cruise? Because I've been feeling really cruise winning lately. <laughs> 
amazing. Great. Like that kind of confidence. Maybe if I download Hinge again, that should go on my profile. How I'm... many times can you hear? You will meet a handsome tra- stranger. Hello, it's got a Tuesday. <laughs> Although I don't know how many straight men are going to know the reference. reference to just my life. Yeah, if you did get a response on him from that, you'd be like, ooh, swipe right. <laughs> when Ashley loses her luck, she also has some gems. How's my horoscope? Leo, Leo. Your moon is in Uranus. Oof, that does not sound pretty. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> and also when she's chatting with Jake at the bowling alley. How's the job working out? Oh, I can't complain. That's good. No, I mean, I'm literally not allowed to complain. I had to sign something. Oh, I remember that. (laughs) Amazing. That really cracked me up. Yeah. Good script writing skills, whoever you are. Donald Petrie and co. Well done. And there's also a moment, maybe the final quote that we can discuss, is when Ashley goes on the date with David Pennington for the second time Mm. and she meets his mum and the mum is so, like, disapproving. She's like... Who is this crazy patch girl? Um, and she's like, David, if I'm going to listen to this, I'm going to need vodka. That was me every lecture at university. <laughs> so true. Dissertation chat? Glug, glug. <laughs> so now we're going on to our favorite part of the podcast, which is the Can We Discuss section. Can we discuss? The new theme song. Woo! I wish Shazne Lewis sang that for us. <laughs> Damon Phillips. You know I love to discuss on the podcast. What'd you say? What'd you say? Don't do that. <laughs> um, so the first thing I want to talk about is Ashley meets Jake like for like two seconds and they're kissing on the dance floor. Literally, they had a couple quick shimmies and just got off with each other. Like names weren't even exchanged. What? They're so quick. Was vodka exchanged though? Oh, well, maybe. Well, I don't know. Maybe with her. No, actually, no. I'm going to say no, because she was working. She was working the whole she night. Did. And he came off the street. It's not like he'd been... He came off the street, changed to the dancer's clothes, went straight mm. on stage. She says to Madame Z, I've got 500 guests to attend to and a broken bubble machine. Yeah. So she... Unless she was sipping vodka in between that shift, I'm not sure. Yeah. Hmm. So it's I'm maybe not... the confidence. The confidence, but also... Girls dated date, dating David Pennington. So obviously, I mean, she was in that phase where she doesn't know yet where it's going. But, yeah. Hmm. It was just very quick. I'm surprised. Yeah. Also, just on that party scene, Peggy wants some privacy with Antonio. Also, she goes to the alcove and pulls the literally almost transparent sheets. Like, oh, yeah, this will give us privacy. We can see through you're having sex with someone in the middle of your party and also everyone's looking at the stage right now and your alcove is right by the stage, Next to the stage. exactly so grim wow but hey she's peggy Braden, and she can never say no <laughs> to a party what to say what to say <laughs> um so the thing that i'd really wanted to talk about was the moment where ashley goes back to jake's apartment and they're doing the laundry mm. and the washing machine just completely breaks and all of the washing powder um, goes everywhere and just like foams up and, and stuff. Yeah. Why didn't she just say to him when he was like, is everything okay? Because he's such a nice guy. Why didn't she just go, oh, the washing machine's broken except for she's like, ah, nothing, don't worry. And she just closes the door whilst it just becomes like 
foam tsunami. Literally, in... like, foam party of one. Yeah, foam party of one. Honestly, it was like Iron Appa in there. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> but without the, like, need of a tetanus shot afterwards. Yeah, and Jaeger bombs. <laughs> like, it was just like, what? I know, literally, just say, um, Jake, I'm sorry, how do you turn this off? I've made, like, something's gone wrong. Blame it on him. He was the one putting washing machine powder in in the first place. Just say that it was him. I wanted to talk about a little conspiracy theory I have. Okay. You know I love a conspiracy theory mm-hmm. almost as much as I love a makeover scene. And almost <laughs> as much as you love to party. <laughs> you know I can never say no to a party. What'd, What'd you say? What'd, What'd you say? say? Yes. So, Lindsay, I'm pretty sure... Are you okay? It's <laughs> so funny trying to fit that in as many times in the podcast. <laughs> Oh, I wish we'd done this earlier so we could use it in all the other episodes as well. <laughs> Little <laughs> Easter eggs. Um, I have this theory that Ashley Albright is actually, in fact, Annie James from The Parent Trap. <gasps> so listen, fact number one. Ashley Albright lives in New York. That's halfway to London and halfway to California. She also lives in that really lovely apartment. So I'm assuming Elizabeth James bought her that with a little help from grandfather. Yeah, grandfather's drug money. Yeah. So that's fact number two. Fact number three, she says stranger's bacon in French because she thinks it makes it sound better. Excuse me, Annie speaks French. Um, oui. <laughs> oui, oui, madame. Oui, oui, madame. Fact number four, when she's talking about Tiffany, our hero, in the uh, recording studio, she says under her breath, she looks like a tramp. Uh, camp. She looks like someone I went to camp with. Hello, Camp Warden, where Annie and Hallie met. Oh my goodness. And fact number five, when Ashley's back in jail and she sees tough jailbird, living legend, (laughs) she says to her, oh, you must have met my twin. She was in jail the other week. Twin? Hello? Oh, the producer definitely did that on purpose. Surely. I mean, I think I've uncovered The Parent Trap 2. This is the sequel that everyone wanted. Just my life. Do you know what? I'm not sure anyone has ever thought of this or like discussed this or realised this. Well, listen, the world, you are welcome. Hey Now, Hey Now podcast. This is the kind of content you're getting. Yeah, pay us for it. Please, Disney Plus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait, Just My Luck wasn't Disney. (laughs) Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's just go back to some of the other stuff that Ashley does, which is a bit dumb. Mm -hmm. So there's the moment where she's staying at Maggie and Dana's flat. Yeah. And her contact lens drops in the litter tray. Oh, don't remind me. And then she puts it in her eye. What was she thinking? She obviously wasn't thinking. You would never do that. I'm sorry. And we never see her wear glasses. No. But actually, funny you saying the parent trap stuff, because when we spoke to Lisa Ann Water, (gasps) she said that her contact lens fell on the makeup trailer floor. She put it in um, her eye and it just like started pulsating and got infected. And that meant that she couldn't film those scenes. So Lindsay Lohan has obviously experienced that (laughs) from the film. And she knows what it's like to kind of have this painful eye totally. because of the contact lens so mad these weird connections also this is Lindsay's third swap movie she had the parent trap where she swapped with her twin freaky friday where she swapped bodies with her mom and now she's swapping luck with jake can someone swap with her again i want old Lindsay back please <laughs> 
So there's a moment where the cab driver says to Ashley, wow, that's like five greens in a row. The force is strong this morning. That is like my special skill. And it's really weird because my driving instructor was like, wow, like the traffic lights keep going green. And he was like, this is your superpower. And I was like, of all the superpowers that I could have, you know, I could fly, be invisible, you know, make money grow on trees. I'm green light girl. (laughs) Hey, that's a money can't buy skill. It is true. If you ever need to be on a meeting on time, I need to be in your passenger seat. (laughs) Um, I have one last point to make. What is the scriptwriter's obsession with poo? Poo appears so much in this film. First of all, Jake picks up the poopy $5 bill. Then she drops her contact lens in the kitty litter tray. And then David Pennington's mum has a poo art exhibition. What is going on? I mean, I love a good poo joke, but three is a bit much. Do they get like a five-year-old on board with the script team? Do you know what always goes down with the crowd? A poo joke. (laughs) You know, I can never... never... Say no to a poo joke. What, what do you say? say? <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> so let's end the episode the way we always do with a good old trivia round. I have some good ones, I feel like. Same. Ooh. Same, actually. But are you going to be lucky? <gasps> well, I've got my trusty rabbit foot. I thought you were going to say I'm wearing my lucky pants. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> You have a rabbit foot? Yeah, and the rest of the rabbit's in my drawer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. No Easter next year. (laughs) All right, you go first. Okay, so this is question number one. How much money does Ashley win on the scratch card test? Ooh, uh, is it $45? $15. Oh! She goes, 5, 10, 15. I told you I was good at these. Ugh. Okay, well, I thought she was luckier than she do, actually was. Do you remember when I was doing the scratch cards and I won five days in a row? No. This is very recently. I bought, just just for fun, it's like the one pound scratch cards. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if I win over 20 pound, I'll keep the money. But if I, if I don't, I'm just going to use whatever pounds I win mm. to get more scratch cards. It was just like a fun game I was doing. I wasn't like getting addicted or anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was going to the shop and being like, in queue, like, <laughs> it's just fun, you know. Like, everyone thought I had a gambling addiction. <laughs> and yeah, I won five days in a row. How first, much did you win? First day I won like five pounds. So I was like, <gasps> great, five scratch cards. Then on the five scratch cards, I won 10. Mm. And then the next day I won like 15. And then it was 10 again. And then it was five. And yeah, it was just like... Oh my gosh. And then 20 pound or something. So I think I bought... I was like, okay, 20 scratch cards, please. But then it it didn't work. But still, (laughs) how funny. That's amazing. It was amazing. The most I've won on the lottery was... I I got four numbers. I was like, whoa, four numbers out of like, what is it, seven or something. I was like, that's amazing. Went to Tesco to claim it. Six pounds 50. Oh. For four numbers. I'm like, sorry, that should be like at least one million pounds. Right? Yeah, very upset. Oh. But we move. Um, <laughs> <sorry. laughs> we move. <laughs> okay, Emily, this is a list one, but I'll give you a point if you get, okay. you know, everyone. Sure. I want you to list all the things that went wrong with Ashley at the party after the kiss. So there is one, two, three, four things. Okay. She, first of all, her shoe breaks. Yes. She 
chokes on an olive. Yeah, the biggest olive known to man. <laughs> chew, Ashley, chew. Honestly, it was a kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> Her dress breaks. Yeah, it rips. Yeah. It rips. <laughs> and, oh gosh, what's the last one? It's probably the biggest one of all. She gets arrested. Yes! Oh, whoa. <laughs> what? I know. In comparison, that olive, very small. <laughs> like, oh yeah, and you got arrested. That's crazy. Well done. Is this about Sarah Jessica Parker's dress? <laughs> I was going to return it. Yeah, that's amazing. Jake sneaks into the party by pretending his name is what? <laughs> this was my next question for you. Oh. Are you Ronald? <laughs> You've been waiting for how long is it? I don't know. I don't know. Two Ronald. hours. Ronald. <laughs> Ronald. Yes. Surname McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's one for you. Okay. There are two possible answers for this. I'll accept one. Okay. But if you want to say both, then I'll give you two points. Okay. What does Jake give Ashley to heal her fingers after she gets electrocuted in the bowling alley? He gives her a bottle with some like cold juice in it or something yeah and also toothpaste yes it's an old chinese remedy is it is it i would think it was like ginseng or something okay you got it well done oh god you're really good at this thank you um (laughs) thank you um okay so to tempt ashley back to his apartment jake says he has a washer dryer microwave popcorn and two more things what are they hot chocolate and mini marshmallows? Is that one? That's one. Oh, okay. Um, say them again. He has a washer dryer, mm-hmm. microwave popcorn, and two more things. What are they? Hot chocolate. With the marshmallows. With, with the marshmallows. And a TV. Oh, like a, or does he say like, and a 30 inch plasma? He says satellite TV. <laughs> Like, <laughs> great you can get six channels on it wow <laughs> yes well done thank you okay here's another jake question after jake rescues ashley from the diner and they're sitting in the park outside jake says he knows what it's like to be sol what does that stand for shit out of luck yes i thought you wouldn't get that well done well, we watched it yesterday, so... Oh, that's true. But we'd also been drinking, so... Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> On Ashley's first date with David, um, where is the helicopter taking them? Oh, is it... Oh, the helicopter's taking them to the jet? Yeah! Oh, right, sorry. Do we know where what the actual date is? I'm not sure. They Well, they went for dinner, oh. I'm sure. Yes. Interesting. Woo-hoo. Um... How much does Katie win on the scratch card at Grand Central Station? 25 bucks! Woohoo! <laughs> yes. I'm rich! I'm rich! Well, I'm rich! You know I can never say no to a scratch card. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> like, Katie wasn't even there. How did she know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, yes, you got it. Amazing. Okay, in Maggie and Dana's small apartment, there is a sign hanging beside the ladder of Maggie's bed. What does it say? I think it says, if it's not this, it's very close to this. Chocolate? Chocolatier? Yes. 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 Oui, oui, monsieur. Chocolatier. There's a lot of French in this. Right. My final question for you, Emily. When Jake is talking to Katie in her apartment as their aunt is leaving to go to work, where is her bun? 
in the oven. Yes. <laughs> the aunt's bun is in the oven. Woohoo. Elderly pregnancy. <laughs> no, we're talking about a hair bun, guys. Well, that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was an odd choice. And we never see the aunt again. And also, where is she going to work and coming back at midnight? I know, it's really sad. Weird. And also, Child Protective Services? She's not cooking for her because Jake had to pick her up a burger. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, well. Well, apart from the child neglect, it's a great film. And I'm so glad we got to watch it and talk about it. Same. So underrated. If you haven't watched it in ages, definitely dust off your DVD. Go on. Where can where where can people? Is it on Netflix? It's not on Netflix. It's not on Netflix, but I'm pretty sure you can rent it on YouTube. Okay, rent it on YouTube. Great idea. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you have time, it would be really nice if you could leave us a little five star rating, leave us a little review, or even just share with a friend who you think might like the podcast as well. And if you do it, I hear you get good luck. Hey, nice. We're going to send out a lucky rabbit foot to everyone who sends us a review. No one will review that. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. We'll give you a scratch card. Oh, nice. Okay, all right. Well, I've been Barney. And I've been Emily. And we'll see you next week. Because you know we can never say Say no no to a party. party. What'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? Remember, if you go to joeandseths.co.uk right now, you can use our promo code HEYNOW for 10% off the best gourmet popcorn. Mmm, also... Hey, save some for me! Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.